Hey, everybody, this is Backstage Chargers, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers on the Chargers Podcast Network. Come here. Stay. Come here. Stay. Good boy. Ready? Come here. Come here. Come here. Go get it. Trooper, come here. You watching bubbles. Look, ready? Bubbles. Troop. Get the bubbles. <laughs> Mommy's got the bubbles. Oh, right here. Right here. <laughs> look, right there. Get it. Yeah, you popped it. Trooper, look. So this is Logan James Watt, our little man. He is seven months old. You know, come home every day, and, and he's kind of the focus, and, and mom's at home with him all the time and taking great care of him while, while I'm at work. Whoa. I feel that you can prepare so much until the baby actually comes. So you might think like, okay, I can expect this, expect that, but you never really know until your baby is here and we love it. It's a full-time job, that's for sure. But we wouldn't trade it for the world. He's amazing. Absolutely and, and not. He's been, uh, he's been awesome for the last seven months. It's gonna be awesome for him. You know, he's got really three great uncles. He's got JJ, TJ, and then her brother, George. They've all, you know, really embraced the, the uncle role. They all love him like crazy and we're constantly FaceTiming them. They can't get enough of him and I know JJ is super pumped to see him this weekend. This week's reunion with Derek Watt's brother, JJ, will be both personal and business. For the first time in his professional career, Derek will face his brother head to head. We're excited. He FaceTimed me on Monday and, and mainly to see Logan and then he just kind of threw in, hey, so what's the game plan looking like? And obviously didn't give him too much there, but uh, it's pretty much a normal game. But then all of a sudden you're watching film and it's it's not just a defensive end out there, it's it's my brother. And for him watching, it's, it's not just any fullback, it's me. So it, it's cool in that aspect. And especially, I mean, he's obviously a tremendous player and, and we are, we're definitely game planning for him and, and finding ways to, to prevent him from wrecking the game because he, he has that ability. Uh, this team, this team, the strength of this team is just similar to last week. It is their front seven. And they want those big linebackers, big ends to set the edge. They're going to play two gap and gap and a half inside. They want to build the wall right there. Okay, some of the people that are doing that, you have Derek Watts' brother over here, JJ, pretty good football player. Stat-wise, they say he's one of the best sackers in the game, okay? So he is a game record. The one thing that we always got to make sure of, though, is JJ Watt. All right, just because of the fact he's a disruptive player. He's a good player. And you gotta make sure that we have a plan for knowing where he is, identifying that, and handling that. Yeah, it's a good front. I mean, I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, last week too, we had, you know, the strength was their front. Uh, and you mentioned Watt, and shoot, they got others too that are that are solid. So it's a, it's a good front, a good defense, and uh, we'll have a work cut out for us. Sunday's matchup against the eldest Watt brother will be Rivers 222nd in a row the most among active players. The Chargers' signal caller has the resume of a Hall of Famer and the work ethic of an upstart. Just ask his right-hand man, quarterback's coach Shane Steichen. He's by himself. No, I know. I've known him for eight years, so that relationship has gone on for, you know, for eight years pretty good, and it builds every year. You know, you get to know each other more and more and more, and so the more you're around him, you, you start to kind of see things alike, you know, and. I think he just wants to win. That's a good that's a good ball. That's completion. There you go. 
Just be careful coming in there super fast, you know what I mean? Because the guy's gonna be sitting right in here. Right when he goes play action, hit it. All right. There it is. Yeah. He's ready to go every day. He he takes the he takes the meetings to the practice field to game. I mean, his demeanor doesn't change. I mean, that's just who he is. He loves ball, and you can see it just how he about how he goes about it every day. Ready? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. In eighty. Good. What he's done Good. to be able to go out there and play that consecutive amount of games and show up every week for his team is unbelievable. Good. I mean, it's crazy just to see that and show up every day and just battle through. And it just shows you how tough he is. I mean, what he's gone through in his career, like I say, play the AFC Championship game with a torn ACL. I mean, nothing's going to stop him from going out there and playing. Rivers taking a shot deep down the field. Caught! Touchdown! Eckler! Fire. The fire within. You out front of that. Oh, I blew 32 up. I mean, he's hooting, hollering at everything. Defense, special teams, on the sideline, he's just always into the game. That's just who he is. Um, so I think the fire, the fire that he brings. Rivers wants to win on the field at any cost. From the stands, Seeing the game from a different perspective makes things a bit more complicated. Should we show the back just too, so you can see your name? On Sunday, the Watt household will have conflicted rooting interests in a matchup that will put brotherly love to the test. This is my mother, Connie Watt. She's sporting the, the triple logo as well. She just got in today for the game this weekend. My main goal is to make sure that my kids uh, come off the field healthy. We don't support one or the other. We talked about that when they were in college yet, you know, one of us having one number. And we did that in college a little bit. We had, because they were on the same team, so we just each wore a number. We support them all, and it's just a little awkward sometimes when I have, you know, some of the owners I know are looking at us or what have you, or other people, and I'm just clapping the whole game. This is JJ and I, probably, I don't even know if this was during Christmas time, but we're wearing Santa hats. Uh, we probably just saw them and, and wanted to wear them. Hockey was our first true love. We're both wearing, I'm wearing the Red Wings and he's wearing the Sharks shirts, it looks like. So yeah. that was, like I said, our first love, but football ended up working out for us. The first time JJ's been able to play against one of his brothers in the NFL. It's just a little hard going into the game knowing that one of my sons is gonna lose for sure. <laughs> I usually go into the weekend hoping that we get three wins. I always say it's going to be a trifecta for the Watts, and I go into this weekend, unfortunately, knowing that one of them will not. I know JJ's Foundation has used this picture as a, can you tell which one is which, <laughs> uh, who's, who's who here? Um, but I'll, I'll go, this is me, this is JJ, and there's TJ trying to peek out over the, uh, the pool there because he's, I don't even know how old we are here. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't know how old we are, but... Uh, I mean, we're never really inside. I mean, we're always trying to do something. It looks like, you know, we had a, a little pool out back and, and um, you know, just hanging out. And like I said, we did everything together. That's why we carry that today. I mean, we're in a group chat, like I said, always talking. And we love each other. We support each other. And Sunday is, is going to be, we're not supporting each other for three hours. But uh, <laughs> after that, we're right back to supporting each other. And, and it, it's great. The stage is set for a Watt showdown. Over the next four quarters, Family Matters will take a back seat in a battle of one-in-one teams led by two Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson in his third season out of Clemson. Motion man now QT trying to set up the screen as Watson and he's just going to dirt it and they're saying that's a backward pass. That's a backward pass. pass. Scooped up by Desmond King. It's a turnover. 
So it is ruled a fumble. Chargers will have the football. Delta! River, shotgun snap. The pass. They rush forward to the end zone. Keenan Allen caught touchdown. Woo! Seven yard strike to Allen. Yeah. Career touchdown pass hey. number 378 for yeah. Rivers. Sixth most in history. Now, there may not be a better route runner in the sport than Keenan Allen. The mastery, the releases that he has at the line of scrimmage. We about blew the money. Hell no, freeze! Freeze! Freeze and everybody be still because we got a touchdown. Gosh, I motioned the wrong guy. Dontrell and Kenny were both coming in motion. Everybody stop. Every great quarterback needs a safety net. For Phillip Rivers, it's route running artist Keenan Allen. Good. Rivers on first down to the air. That's his favorite target, Keenan Allen. Going out to Keenan Allen. He's got first down yardage thanks to a stiff arm out left sideline. It came out hot. Play action from Rivers. Puts a man on the side. Allen. Rivers under pressure. That pass is caught. First down, Chargers, and it's Allen. Hey, Jason, you get the ball up real fast. Why don't you slow down a little bit? Yeah. I bet he does. 380. Good. Start with Watt in motion. Rivers under the rest of the middle. Allen breaking a tackle. He will right into the end zone for the touchdown. Keenan Allen. Breaks the ankles of Justin Reed with a little crossover style to get the score. 12 yards. Second touchdown reception of the day for Allen. Second toss for Rivers. And with just 22 seconds left in the half, what a sensational drive by the Bolts. Great drive. Good job, man. Great job. Great job. Some big plays, man. Huge third downs, The Keenan-Allen connection was working early and often, giving the Bolts a double-digit lead heading into the half. That lead would not hold due to an explosive Texans offense and a relentless pass rush led by J.J. Watt. That's a pre-snap movement. Hey, that's you! Hey! Right here! Right here! Right here! Put your hands up, tell everybody you made the play. You like last one. Put your hands up, tell everybody. I'm just having fun. In a battle of NFL legends, J.J. Watt's Texans had the last laugh. Touchdown tight end Jordan Aikens. Winning a competitive matchup that was decided in the fourth quarter. As far as I've ever played yeah. against. Incredible. Great job. Awesome. So you're going to see me after the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text me where to go. Me, yeah. You're going to go to your buses. Hey. Phil's one of the smartest quarterbacks I've ever played against. Unbelievable. You know, we, we just got to keep, keep at it. You know, it's a long year. Um, there's no, there's no, uh, no, no fun in losing, but we just got to keep going. We're doing enough good things to where we can, we can turn this thing around. It's still early, uh, but certainly disappointing at this point. Man, 13 catches, more than 180 yards. You're playing in this game. And the L. I think that pretty much sums it up. The L. You know, it doesn't. It's not as meaningful, um, obviously. You know, with the loss, but. Um, you know, I'm going to try to be consistent as I can, be as, be as available as I can for the whole season. No cutting corners. That's how you become the number mm -hmm. one receiver mm -hmm. in the NFL. Keenan Allen joining us right now on the Petrus and Money Show on AM570 LA Sports on the Chevy Silverado Celebrity Hotline. And you've always had a pretty professional approach preparation-wise, I think even as a college player. But how long did it take you to get used to the length of the NFL season or the grind, as they say? Well, yeah, I say a couple of years. Um, it's definitely a long season. Um 
It's, it's, going, it's, bearing, it's bearing down on your body, uh, your mind, uh, mentally, and everything. So um, you just got to stay tuned in. You got to be a pro. And, um, you know, the routine is definitely key. Um, just finding a routine and staying with it. When you, you know, when you play with a quarterback like, like Phillip Rivers, you'll, you know, if you watch and you go back and watch plays over and over, you'll notice he's releasing the ball before you get to that spot where you're going to catch it. And how much of the same page do you have to be on with him to make sure you and the ball arrive at that spot at that time? Yeah, um, a lot of timing. Um, a lot of timing, a lot of chemistry, um, route depth. Everything has to be key on, on time. And, um, you know, it has to be, you know, sharp cut, um, you know, and deliberate. So the quarterback has a good timing of when he wants to throw the ball. Through three games, Keenan Allen is the league's most productive receiver. As the Chargers look to end the season's first quarter at 500, the emphasis is closing out games. This week, I want us to focus on us. I want us to do things that we got to do to get better as a football team. Because we talked about doing what the other day? Finishing. Finishing games, man. Okay? Get in the habit of finishing whatever you do. You don't just finish on Sunday, right? You go in and eat today. Just put enough food on your plate to finish it. You take out the trash at home. Tie that sucker at the top. Finish it. Just get in the habit of finishing whatever you do. That will carry over into Sundays. Obviously, we'd like to get off to a better start. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it's kind of familiar territory for us over the last two, seven years or whatever. I think we've, we've been in this spot about every year. So, um, obviously, we'd love to have been 3-0. Um, we, we had opportunities to, but we didn't. Early season adversity is nothing new to a Chargers locker room experienced in overcoming it. Sunday's game in Miami will provide an opportunity for redemption and also a reunion for starting safety and University of Miami alum, Rayshawn Jenkins. It's always been adversity since I've been here, so I know no other way. So I know how to block everything out. You know, uh, my rookie year, what were we, 0-4? Then we went on a, you know, we stayed in the bunker, you know, got over that hump, got through adversity, and we did our thing there. Last year, you know, we didn't start so hot. You know, we lost the season open to everything. And, you know, we did what we did last year. Just like this year, it's more adversity, and we just got to continue to just, you know, do what we've done in the past. Uh, we stayed here when I was a uh, freshman and sophomore. You walk over, I'm saying, yo, what up? All my dogs sitting here, we, oh, our little handshakes, you know, everybody around. I saw all the football players hang out before class. Everybody just used to sit, all the football players especially, just sitting here doing whatever we're doing, just chilling. I don't know, we might be whatever, horse playing, cracking jokes, doing whatever. It was like our territory, you don't, you don't even see here. <laughs> you know, I knew about Miami, but I didn't really know about the real history of Miami until I got here. The national championships, just that, the Sean Taylors, the Aries, the Warren Saps, that era. Just coming in here and knowing you have to uphold that legacy, just that's just, a crazy feeling, man. It's just, it's just crazy to just be a part of that and be a part of that brotherhood. At the U, the number 26 carries its own legacy. As a freshman from Florida, Jenkins accepted the challenge of wearing the number immortalized by the late Sean Taylor, an all-pro at the safety position. You know, he was just physically just, just better than everybody, man. It's just, he used to do things other people just can't. My coaches, you know, they, they kind of came to me. They was like, you know, 26 available, you know. Uh, would you like to wear it? But you know what kind of standard comes with it? And I was like, yes. 
<laughs> I mean, it should have been retired, but I mean, I took it, man. I was, I was glad I was able to wear it. Shout out Coach Swayze, Coach Gus. Them was my two weight room coaches while I was here. Whether it was Coach Swayze or if it was Coach Gus, they was going to make sure we was going to get that work in. There was no cheating, nothing. Nothing. You coming in here, you getting just dog work every day. You coming in, and you better not be late to nothing because you're getting up at 5 the next morning. Sunrise. Yeah, we used to call it sunrise. You don't want to be on that sunrise list. They'll coach Swayze or coach Gus, boy, they'll, they'll let you have it. I feel like, you know, it was a lot of lessons learned in college, whether it be on the field or off the field. And, um, you know, those memories here, it, I created here, they just, you know, helped me moving forward in my life. It's crazy just how far I've grown from then to now. It's just, it's just crazy to even just see that in myself. It shaped me into the person I am. Being able to to play in the same stadium, being able to play in front of my family, being a starter. I mean, it'll be fun, man. It's, it's gonna be fun. And it just makes you just wanna, you know, just play that much better. All right, man, we back at the crib finna put on the show, man. Rock out, Jack boys. Y'all know how we coming. And hey, we back in hard, Rock. JP, hey. Let me get two of you, two of you, ah, ah. You, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, that's our celebration. We get a pick up in the turnover uh, turn channel in one of y'all boys. Yes, sir. You too, boy. Go on. Show up, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, you home. Show up. Let's do it. Play ball. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Jenkins' homecoming got off to a slow start. Trailing by four in the waning moments of the first quarter, the Chargers found their rhythm at Hard Rock. Two backs in, and it doesn't look like any tight ends. That's hope in motion. Rivers pumps to his left. I think he wanted to go to Pope. Nothing's there. Rivers underneath. He has Pope at the seven, and he dances into the end zone. Touchdown, Chargers. A lot of young guys are going to get opportunities today. Somebody else has to step up for these Chargers. Hey, I see you, G. I see you, boy. Absent several key contributors, the Bolts relied on offense by committee to fill the board. It's second down at seven, and Rivers looking to throw. Pressure's coming. He throws. Pass is complete, and he's got Lance Kendricks. Middle of the field. Pass is complete in mid. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rivers throws to his left. Pass is complete to his left. Andre Patton has the first down. 50 seconds left. Eckler is split out to the far side. Rivers steps up. Oh, Eck, Eck, wide open. Eck, it's, oh my God. He's on the run. Has Eckler on the near sideline. Eckler breaks a tackle for the pylon. Touchdown, Chargers. Good job, boy. Good job. Good job. Good job, Buster. Good job. Good job, Hey, defense. 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 The Dolphins remained within striking distance, heading into the intermission. Coming out of the half, Rayshon Jenkins and his teammates brought the heat in the Sunshine State. Walton stays in the backfield, takes the handoff, and he has hit Denzel Perriman. Rosen dancing around, he better get rid of it, he's taken down. Rosen under pressure, nowhere to go, and he is wrapped up and dropped. Another sack for the Chargers. He's still in his end zone and is thrown down right at the goal line. And Rosen goes down at the one. Excellent play there by Desmond King. Another stellar performance by Austin Eckler headlined an impressive performance by the Bolts offense. With a game in hand in the fourth quarter, 
the Jack Boys close the door on a crucial road victory. Hey, Vato, you gonna get one. You gonna get one. Rush up, you getting one. Throws it in the shotgun. Dark is up 17. Makes sense, though, the way they haven't really moved the ball. That's intercepted on the near sideline. Michael Davis stepped in front of Williams and picked it off. Chargers defeat the Dolphins 30 to 10, even up their record at two and two. We said it's gonna take every man on the roster. Okay, and, and believe me, it did. You stepped up. A lot of you guys stepped up, and it's gonna make us a better football team in the long run. And let me tell you something, don't just because that team was 0-3, don't you let that take away from this victory. Mm -hmm. Okay, they threw everything they had at you and you were prepared for it. You did it on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, we finished this first quarter at two and two. Let's get ready to go win this second quarter. B-Bang, come in and break us down. Let's go, Tamp, on three. One, two, three. Let's go, Tamp. You've been listening to Backstage Chargers, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers on the Chargers Podcast Network.